and uh, if you missed revival last week, you missed out on a blessing. Amen. Had a good time in the Lord and thankful for what the Lord's going to do for us and uh, and uh, just thankful for everything the Lord does for me. I can't thank him enough. Amen. I could stand up here all day long and it still wouldn't be enough. But if you've got your Bibles with you this morning, turn with me to Revelation chapter number 1. Revelation chapter number 1. Listen to all them pages. Don't they sound good? Amen. Revelation chapter number 1. Going to start reading in verse number 1. And the Bible says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it, by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of, of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his blood, and, had, and hath made us kings to priests unto God and his Father, to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come. The Almighty. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for another time to come into your house, Lord. I pray, God, that you just help us this morning and touch each and every heart, Lord. Lord, and if there's anybody here lost without you, Lord, I pray that you'd save them before it's everlasting too late, Lord. Just soften their heart, Lord God, I pray. And Lord, thank you, God, for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. I promise I won't be before you long, maybe an hour or two, amen. But I'd like us to think for just a couple of minutes here, the King is coming. Just for a couple of minutes. I was thinking uh, this morning as I was teaching, I was thinking about the promises that we have as a Christian. And one of the greatest things that we can ever think of and ever know is that we have somebody coming after us and He's going to take us to heaven one day. And I begin to think about the prophecy of Jesus Christ coming back and what a great thing it's going to be one day when He comes back to get His saved, the children of God, the church, the bride, praise God. God, I'm going to tell you something. I begin to think what we would do if a president, if a governor, if anything was like that was coming to our house. Praise God, I guarantee you, we'd be getting ready for him. We'd be cleaning our house. We'd be going and getting a shower. Praise God. We'd be getting ready. And see, today it ought to be the same way. The king is coming back. Praise God. And we ain't ready. Praise God. 
place called heaven. Praise God, if you ain't got the blood of Jesus Christ in your life, you ain't ready for His coming. Praise God, I'm going to tell you something. If the president called you today and said, I'm going to come over and eat with you, some of us would get ready. Amen. If somebody that we really like was coming over, praise God, we'd be getting ready for him. Amen. We'd be finding place. We'd be cleaning off the table. Praise God. We'd be cleaning the dishes. Praise God. But you know what? I begin to think Jesus is coming back and you're sitting here and you're not Praise God, we need to get ready. I'm going to tell you something. It's real, folks. He's coming back. And every day that we live, we get closer to His coming. The King is coming. I'm not talking about president, praise God. I'm not talking about one of these earthly kings. I'm talking the King of glory, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, praise God. That's the one that's coming back. And praise God, when He comes back, you've got to be ready because the Bible says, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. No matter what place you have in society, no matter what you've got in the bank account, praise God, no matter what house you live in, no matter what car you drive, when the king comes back, he's going to be looking for one thing, and that's his blood. Have you accepted him as Lord and Savior? I begin to think when when, uh, Moses was bringing the children of Israel, well, God's children, we'll put it that way, the God's children, bringing them out. Of Egypt. Praise God. And what happened? He sent plagues. And one of the plagues was to kill every firstborn child. But what did God command? He said, put some blood on the lentils and doorposts. When I see the blood, I'll pass over. Praise God, I'm going to tell you something. The king's coming, folks. There's going to come a day when, praise God, every single one that's here today will be represented. And we'll stand before God. And if you're found in your sin, praise God, you are going to a devil's hell. Amen. But I thank God the king is coming. 600 years ago, over 600 years ago, Daniel prophesied about the Lord's coming. The first coming and the second coming. Both of them. He done come once, folks. He's coming again. You read Matthew chapter number 24 and you realize how close we are to the king's coming. I believe at any given moment it could happen, praise God. And you know, I begin to think a lot of people think that it's foolish to think that way. But if you think it's foolish, praise God, you're going to be the one that's going to bow to him and answer for it. Praise God, we need to be getting ready. Why in the world are you found in your sin when the king's coming back? I guarantee you if we knew an exact day the Lord was going to come back, I guarantee you people would start living right today. I guarantee you this church would have been full. I guarantee you a revival meeting would have been full. Praise God. I guarantee you there'd be revival meetings breaking out all across the country because they know when it's going to be. The Bible says Jesus comes as a thief in the night. His coming will be like a thief in the night. What does that mean? Praise God, you don't know when a thief's going to come. You have no idea. But praise God, I'm going to tell you what, I'm looking at what he told us, what he'd be like here in the last days. And I see it. I see it. And the more I look, 
the more I'm starting to get a little bit more happy, praise God. Because I've accepted him as my Lord and King. I've accepted him as my all in all, praise God. When I gave my life to Jesus, I realized that he was better than me. I realized that he was higher than me. And I realized he was the only way I'd ever get to heaven. Praise God, as I preached to him about the multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision, the prophet Joel said it, praise God, same way today. You're sitting there trying to make a decision, sinner. I'm going to tell you what, you better make a decision fast. I'm going to tell you when Jesus comes back and he parts those skies, you ain't going to be able to repent then. You ain't going to be able to find him then because it's too late. This, this word of God has been preached. And it's been preached. And it's been preached. Praise God. I'm going to tell you what. Every time it gets preached, it gets a little sweet. Every time I get behind the pulpit and I get, to, I get to talk about a man named Jesus, praise God, and how great he really was and how sinless he was. And you know what? They sinners sitting in the house this morning that needs to get right. I'm going to tell you these altars right here. This man named Jesus is there with open arms. This king, he said he's the Lord of lords. He's the king of kings. I'm going to tell you what, you need to stop worshiping man and worship Jesus. Get rid of this world and worship Jesus. Put the world behind you. This world's going to burn up one day. And praise God, I'm going to tell you what, if you ain't born again, you're going to burn up with it. But if you're saved, glory to God. If you're saved, glory to God. Praise God, I wonder how many people in the world today, if Jesus was to come back, how many of them would be going with Him? But the better question is, are you going with Him? The better question is, are you right with God? I'm going to tell you what, it's the best thing you'll ever do. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 30 and 31, said, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And thou shalt see the Son of Man coming in the clouds and heaven with power. Did you get that? With heaven and power. And power. Power. I'm going to end right there. Power. God's power. You know, I, I know today people are trying to figure out how it's even possible for Jesus' second coming. I'm going to tell you how it's possible. God says to His Son, go home and get my people. That's how it's possible. I don't have to give you some big fancy doctrine about it. I don't have to go to the science books to figure it out. I can tell you that God is all powerful. God knows it all. God's seen it all. Praise God. And when He looks over at Jesus and says, I've had enough. Go get them, boy." Praise God, when the king comes back, are you going to be ready? When the king comes back, are you going to be ready? I don't understand today why people... I know you're human, I understand that, but I don't understand how you can sit there knowing that you're lost without God and knowing that Jesus is real, knowing God's real, and you're still lost without Him. I think a lot of people think this, well... I can't do it because I'm still in sin. I need to change myself before I get to Jesus. If you think that, you'll never get to Jesus. The only way you can get out of your sin is Jesus. You can't do it alone. You've got to have Jesus. 
The king is coming, folks. The king is coming. Moving on there. Verse number 36 there. God knows the day and hour. God knows when it's going to happen. Praise God. And once again, I believe today, if you knew when it was going to be, I believe you'd be getting right with God. I believe you would. And I'm going to tell you, even if it isn't during your lifetime, hear me for a minute, even if it isn't during your lifetime, you ain't going to live forever. I hate to break it to you. I hate to make you realize it, but death is near, folks. I've stood beside enough caskets to realize that you're going to die. I've looked at enough corpses to realize that you're going to die. I've been to enough cemeteries to realize you're going to die. Wouldn't you like to be standing beside a cemetery when the Lord comes by? The Bible says the dead of Christ shall last first. Praise God for them that remain. And them that remain. Praise God, I'm going with him. Amen. Praise God, but I'd like to see those saints of God come up out of the ground. I'm talking about the people that gave their life to Jesus Christ. The, the people that gave their life to the King. What, what a glorious sight. I'm going to tell you what. If you're standing beside my grave and I come up out of it, praise God, you're going to see me shouting. Because I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. I'm going to tell you what. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of people going to hell. But I'm going to tell you what. Jesus has the power to get you out of it. He went on the cross of Calvary. I'm going to tell you, he, he, has, he experienced the worst trip a human can ever experience on planet Earth. They put him in an old tomb. Praise God, they sealed that door and they thought, well, you know what? It's the end of it. We got rid of a man named Jesus. We didn't like him because he didn't fit in our doctrine. We didn't like him because he didn't fit in our religion. So we killed him. Amen. But he done perfect works. He healed the blind. He, I mean, he done it all. Praise God. But we're going to kill him because we didn't like him. But we've done it, folks. We sealed the door on that tomb. He ain't coming out of it. Praise God. Old Mary walked over there to that tomb. Stone rolled away. Stone rolled away. I may be an old biker farmer, but I can still tell you what happened. Jesus got up out of that tomb and he rolled this stone away. Praise God. And he went on out. He walked out. Praise God. They didn't roll him out. He walked out. The Bible says that there was a... Oh, this is good. This is good. I, I didn't even have this rope down. Folks. It's getting extra. Amen. He said he kept face stacking was laying there and it was all folded up. Yeah. Nice and neat. And it was sitting there. Yeah. Well, that don't mean nothing to me, dog. Yeah. Jewish tradition, when the man went to the table, praise God to eat, if he folded up his napkin and set it back down there, he was coming back. Amen. Praise God. Jesus was telling you he was going to come back. Amen. Jesus let the whole world know that he was going to come again. Praise God. He, he was, and they saw the disciples, saw him, all these wonderful things, and he was ascending to heaven one day. Right. And the disciples standing there looking up toward heaven. Angel of the Lord come by. Why stand ye gazing? This same man named Jesus is going to come back in like that. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Every day I wake up in the morning, I walk over to the 
still hold up my hand and say my God's been good to me even during my worst days even during the longest nights I could still get down on my knees and pray to God and he heard my cry he'd hear my prayer and praise God he's been with me all the way Amen. ain't no doubt about that stupid old Satan come by and say well God's not with you praise God but I will tell you what he's been with me every step of the way I look back from the time I got saved to now. When I got saved and when I got my call to preach, I knew nothing about the Word of God. Nothing. I knew a man named Jesus come and he died for me. Praise God. And I accepted him on faith. If a man would do that for me, praise God, I'm his. Hey man, see, you, you can die all day long and you can't get rid of my sins, but Jesus can. But Jesus can. Bible says there'd be two women grinding at the mill. One shall be taken, one shall be left. Two men out in the field. One shall be taken, one shall be left. It's real, folks. And you know, I can't imagine, if you're lost without God, I can't imagine standing there and seeing Jesus coming back and not being a part of it. Been deceived. Satan tells you everything's okay. And knowing deep down you're not saved. And you stand there and Jesus comes back. Dead in Christ going. Those which remain going. And there you stand. 
nursery scene. Mom and daddy gone. Grandma and grandpa gone. Husband gone. Wife gone. And there you are left. Are you going to make it right? I'm telling you. I've got a great-grandpa waiting on me in heaven. And I remember looking at him. And I remember watching how he lived his life. Raised in a household that wasn't, wasn't a Christian household. But I can remember watching him live a life to Jesus. And I can remember him telling me things, praise God, that I didn't understand at the time. I never did understand all that he told me. But now looking back at it, I understand it completely. Now looking back at it, I realize that the only thing in this world that matters is if you've been born again. The only thing that matters in this world is if you have Jesus walking with you every step of the way. Sinner, I don't understand how you do it. I don't understand how you can walk in this world and not have somebody to talk to. I don't understand how you can walk in this world and the trials come by and Satan gets a hold of you and you get down there and see the more sin you get into, the lower you get, it feels like. You start on this sin, the next thing you know, it don't satisfy you no more and you get a little bit lower down. And then you keep getting lower and lower you're at the bottom. That's where Satan wants you to be is the top. He wants you to stay there at the bottom. He'll take everything you got if you let him. He'll take everything you've got. But you know what I find? Jesus saves. Jesus cleanses. Jesus will make you whole if you just let him. If you let him come in, praise God. Perfect. He's perfect. My righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. But over in the Bible it says, But God is faithful. But God is faithful. Somebody come to the piano this morning. But God is faithful this morning. Listen, friend. The king is coming. Let us stand this morning. The king is coming. Are you ready? Are you ready? Amen. With every head bowed and every eye closed this morning. Maybe the Lord is dealing with your heart this morning. Please come. Friend, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's for you. It's for you. I'm not here to put on a show. I'm not here for none of that. But I'm here to tell you that without Jesus... You'll die and go to hell. Without Jesus, there's no remission for sin. The blood that He shed on the cross of Calvary is still what's saving me today. Still what's cleansing me today. 
Sure, it may have been 2,000 years ago or whatever you want to think, praise God. It's still saving me. And praise God, that blood will still save you this morning. Praise God, I don't know about you, but God's still in the saving business. Please, please come. Please. Maybe you just need to pray. Please come. Now's the chance. I'll just say this before I shut my mouth. Amen. If you haven't been born again, please consider your soul this morning. Please consider your soul. It's, we're, too, we're too close to home, folks. <laughs> 